All right, everybody, we have Rahat. He's uh, going to talk to us about developing hybrid mobile apps um, with AngularJS and JavaScript. And uh, I am super excited to see this one. So um, let's see if we can get him connected here. It, when I switched modes, it turned off his uh, audio and video, but he was on a second ago. Hi, I'm back. All right, there we go. All right, well, uh, I will turn it over to you, Rahat, and uh, take it away. Okay, thanks. So everyone is able to see my desktop, I suppose. Uh, I'll just, uh, okay, great. So hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Rahat. So I just wanted to check if uh, everyone can just say hey in the chat room so that we can see full attendances there and everyone is now watching so that was an extensive session the earlier one and now i hope i make justice and i don't go uh, and we make do some fun here so uh, just okay oh great i'm gonna start the slideshow Okay, great. So I blog at appsonmob.com if you want to check out. My Twitter handle is mappmechanic. So I wanted me to call the mobile app mechanic so that I mend app. So today we are going to talk about what is a hybrid mobile application, how it works, what is the new school single page application which everyone is talking about and building, and what is so. My perfect choice currently what I use is AngularJS and Ionic and how we do we set up the development environment and then create a basic app. So it's so today is going to be more of a basic session and we are going to discuss about more hybrid mobile application. I'm going to deep into that. Oh. I see my cam. So is my camera working? Okay, great. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. So uh, we start with what is hybrid mobile app. So we have seen that the web has changed or even the device usage has changed quite dramatically from the past 10 years. People were coming from using big large desktops, then they switched on to small laptops, small networks, and then mobile phones become smarter and smarter and people became dumb and dumb but the there are a wide array of smartphones available and we see there are a lot of new os's in coming os coming up so the major os we knew everyone knew earlier was ios or iphone then android came in and it like swarmed all the devices and it became open source and all the other vendors the device manufacturers aborted on the google bandwagon and joined in android and started using android then came the ever late windows phone uh, into the main uh, smartphone market it was there since windows mobile 5.0 6.0 and all but the major uh, you can say the real smartphone material was came a bit later and then came blackberry 
and there are a lot of new OSs coming day by day, like Tizen, Samsung's Tizen, Firefox OS, then Ubuntu phone and all. And these all have tried to somehow bridge the gap between different the problems arisen to uh, port mobile applications into different platforms. So having this wide variety of platforms, we need to have, can we create different mobile applications for all these platforms? I don't think so. We can't create mobile applications. So I don't have time to create a native app for iOS separately, Android separately, uh, then Windows separately and all. But I need, a, so we have all heard of a Bora concept, write once and run any, anywhere. We have been doing it with Java, with .NET, but it is quite somewhat different for mobile world. So what I'm going to discuss are the two major categories of hybrid mobile app development. So now we know that a native mobile app is a mobile app that we deploy on a particular OS or a particular platform. Then what is an hybrid app? So hybrid app is something like we can uh, amalgamate two different technological platforms and uh, derive a native app. Ultimately, uh, a lot of people have a misconception that hybrid mobile app is just mobile web or something quite alienated but it is not really alienated it is the same native app that you install from an app store or everywhere else so hybrid mobile app is a, just a term that the app has been built using hybrid technologies and not just the native platform specific language like ios or java for android that matter okay so for the next of the session, mostly in the enterprise use. So I work with an enterprise organization and I've been developing hybrid mobile applications for a lot of investment banks, a lot of uh, pharmacy, uh, pharmacies around the world, a lot of, uh, you can say, retail clients and all. And we see that the major part of the mobile app landscape we cater to are iOS and Android for now. So I'm more going to talk about iOS and Android in my current uh, presentation. So uh, the two major categories of hybrid mobile app development are uh, one is using the same technologies like web technologies, HTML5, JavaScript, CSS, and then encapsulating them or packaging them some using some native container like uh, Apache Cordova and then providing or creating the native app to get installed. So this is like uh, using the web plus a particular container native and then making the app. Whereas the other technology or other category is cross compilation or you can say that you code in a particular language and it automatically translates into the native language and renders it. So there are uh, tools like Xamarin, Accelerator, so Xamarin is a tool in which we can code in C sharp and that can gets converted into Objective C for iOS and for Java for Android. So whereas Absolator uh, is a tool that lets us uh, code in JavaScript itself, but it translates. So it has a mapping between the JavaScript objects in its library and the native components and it translates into the, those. So that is uh, the second kind of an category. But today I'm going to talk about, so it, as it is JS remote conf, so I'm going to talk about JavaScript more. So we are going to talk about the first category, 
the HTML5, CSS3, and JavaScript category. Uh, and so the next slide is how it works actually. So I have some HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. How would I be able to run that into a native mobile OS? So if we go or think fundamentally, we know that we open our web part or web content in a browser. And we all have uh, pretty good browsers these days. Recent advancements in Safari using the Nitro JavaScript engine and the uh, Chrome uh, in the Chrome web view in the native Android browser is very fast. So ultimately we open the uh, our web content in a browser in our mobile OS. So similarly, if we want our app to open the web content, we should have some kind of a browser and we all must know that all the native platforms have a web view. So there is a Chrome-less browser control in the native uh, libraries called web view. So what we do is that we uh, package a native app, we have a Chrome-less browser and we initiate our first URL, mostly it is index.html, so we, the app always uh, bootstraps from index.html. So when this web content inside a native app with a web view control, a Chrome-less browser control, it is packaged for different particular platforms. So the uh, so the technology we use is Cordova PhoneGap that makes a build for all the platforms. So what essentially it does it it has uh, native packages or native containers for all the platforms ready. It uh, picks up the web code puts it into each native app and then just builds that using the local development tool. So you can see here that the app HTML part goes into the container where there is a Chromeless browser and then it translates into multiple streams. We can deploy it to a smartphone, tablet, desktop, TV, car and more. And more and more devices are coming by and more and more support is coming by for tablets, for TVs, for cars, etc. So now we know that how do we do it or how do we get it done. So do we package our web apps as mobile apps? So we have these big, big web applications with so long sitemaps, so long, so complex navigation structure. So is it good to have that same thing on mobile? So I guess not. We should not try to just force our web content into the mobile world. We should try to think it that what is the best use case that or the subset of use cases that are best fit for mobile world from our web world. So we should think about the information architecture that our mobile users would like to see the navigation, easy navigation and all. So you have to redesign your mobile strategy or your mobile app and the web won't work. So now uh, the web won't work. So most of our web have been server side coding, which we have been using PHP, Ruby, .NET and all. But there's a new school that is coming up and it is taking fast pace and even in the enterprise. So if I say that developers really loved SPA from the two years or three years, but the enterprise is loving SPA from this year or the last year. So they are embracing it uh, widely. 
so single page application as you all know is like creating loading just a single html page and navigating views from that so we don't need to really uh, go to back to the server and get another page uh, or change the browser uh, url location and on the same location you play with the stuff play with the dom work with different views different controllers and all so generally all these frameworks like ember angular backbone or react.js are some kind of an mv star frameworks so we say some say mvc some say mvvm so they don't they have very minute differences in the different design patterns that they are based on so we kind of term them mv star frameworks so it is good so i hope it is going good till now i'll just see the chat once it's quite tough to keep on say, speaking rather than having feed, feedback okay great so uh, so now comes to just a second so now comes to talking about ionic framework so now you have seen that the specific platform or framework i have chosen for mobile development is angular so it's not of a so currently i haven't tried ember much i have been use i had been using backbone so backbone was more of a uh, an sdk a data driven sdk that i could create a data library of into my application or some very limited views functionality or templates functionality so now coming to ionic framework so i'll do justice to ionic and use the same slides that ionic people have created to be presented in all of their presentation so ionic is an amazing platform and i've been using it since its inception by the people okay my webcam broke again is it back okay sure so ionic is built on top of angular js as well as it uses cordova cli so if you want to build a native app or at least a native looking app i have in my personal opinion ionic is the platform that gives most of the native functionalities so i'll not gonna skip from the most so like native and when you use ionic you will feel that it is truly like this so it is more of a kind of web wrapped in a native layer and so it has cordova and phone gap environment itself so i'm gonna skip here okay so uh, ionic has is based on angular js and most of the angular js stuff like there's a state provider the ui router you can use and you can make functionalities like custom directives use your templates use your routes use your states out of the box so if you have a web app and you want to try running or try porting your angular js web app to ionic it is has a, a, a little migrating curve or a, a learning curve but you will be able
okay as it is based on ionic is based on sas we all know it is so ionic people are really performance obsessed so they have created the basic nitty gritty basic component so i had been using jquery mobile in my initial days and it is jquery mobile is does not think about performance because it was actually for mobile web and not for hybrid mobile applications and people used it wrongly within hybrid applications and then complained about hybrid applications that it is not performing well so uh, when we want to bring our web content directly onto a native app we have to see that the uh, experience is very smooth so that the people doesn't don't feel alienated so i had read something online that uh, the uncanny valley rule so there is an uncanny valley rule that if you put something into a perfect scenario even if it is just 1 or 2% less perfect or 10% less perfect people tend to uh, have negative views about it so hybrid app being in the uncanny valley was is not very uh, well received in the online mobile world but if you do it the right way it is an excellent option for creating mobile applications rapidly so uh, and ionic i found it much interesting is based on the native concepts so if you are aware of how cocoa touch works in ios so ionic framework has tried to do justice to creating very native focused uh, model controller architecture and design patterns so that we follow the nested views and the controller based uh, views view controller based events so it has been beautifully designed it is a very cohesive visual system it is clean and simple and easy to customize they have provided tons of configuration providers tons of tons of uh, options where you can pass in different configuration which you don't want out of the box so there are icon sets so there are beautiful lists that you can create out of the box different kind of list divider based list icon based list and all you have to see what kind of list are there in your designs you can customize the css on a particular design and all or you could just use them out of the box so these are some complex lists so they pretty much have all that you would need to create a mobile app so they have swipeable contents swipeable buttons and all complex list then they have repeat collection so that this is an interesting part where i want to talk about so generally we in our uh, hybrid mobile applications if you use the same ngdp we have been using in angular there is a lot of performance uh, setback because i don't want to load thousands of item using ng repeat if i have to just scroll in a mobile app you see that all the twitter feeds all these application facebook feeds they do lazy loading when they load certain elements in your collection so similarly ionic people have developed this awesome uh, directive that is similar to ng repeat but provides a scrolling very smooth effect so it only renders the viewable items and when you scroll down it lazy loads all the items and it is smooth jank free scrolling really and it has a very low memory footprint because 
it only renders the current viewable item and uh, just maintains the position where you are viewing and you can iterate through then when you scroll down or scroll up okay so then there is there are tabs which you can use so these all are uh, really ionic has developed some angular directives which can be used easily so there is side menu then there is a slide box you can create easily sliders then there is an action sheet like a native ios action sheet sometimes these action sheet look odd on android devices but if you are just creating for ios it is good to go then the most required or uh, the most hip technology or pattern we use these days in all our lists on our mobile phones or our mobile applications is pull to refresh so it has a very wide array of options in the pull to refresh directive which it has so okay so i want to just slow down here and just once again go back to the chart and see if i am going good okay great so uh, a lot of uh, problems if you have been a hybrid developer and developing hybrid apps is to maintain the navigation stack so generally when i had developed using jquery mobile i had to maintain the navigation stack on my own or the jquery mobile guys generally worked on the basic uh, navigation from uh, your window dot navigation history object whereas uh, in ionic we can create nested views and different states so it is based on a automata state machine automata and it maintains the stack navigation according to that so that if i am on a particular view and i go deep level into that view i can come back to that view and then to my home or root controller so it, each and each tab has its own stack so you it is very easy to navigate or to show the back button whenever it is possible so out of the box uh, ionic handles showing the back button but you can override it and provide it your own configuration at some point of time when you require these kind of stuff so uh, i think i have covered most of the part of about ionic and we'll cover more so i try i planned to give the overview about all these technologies in the beginning and then afterwards after the in the last part i'll quickly demo uh, a live creating a live app so that you can note down the steps and also learn how you can create an awesome app if you are, are i if you are in a js remote conf i think most of you are web developers and you, some of you might be mobile developers and if you have not used ionic framework and over cordova you should surely try to do that so i'm just 
uh, a little back i'm going about talk about more about ionic just going browsing through the docs so that you can see about more about the extensive functionality that ionic has you should go to their website go to the docs see so ionic have different components so they have css components you can just use so here is a very good option that if you don't want to use angular if you don't if you have an app based on ember app based on react js or you just have plain old javascript app you can use the just the css components of ionic and leave out the javascript component but the javascript is quite fun too so i must recommend to use these javascript uh, functions and javascript uh, components they are they have built here okay so i am going to switch back to my presentation once okay so uh, going back to i'll define if about something about cordova so ionic uses the same cordova cli so the cordova has a command line tool which you can install using npm which is used to run commands like start a new project then create add new platforms add new plugins and then create the builds so for similarly for ionic ionic has built its own cli on top of cordova cli so whenever you are installing ionic from uh, npm you have to also install cordova so firstly you need to have some platform specific dev tools for example if i want to code for ios you need to have xcode installed if you need to build a android app you need to have uh, android dev tools installed as well as an eclipse uh, then you can install the node.js for npm so we all know that npm has has been the best package manager or the most preferred one amongst all developers and all uh, people out there so you have to install node.js for npm then install cordova and ionic cli using npm oh so let us begin the fun code oh so this is not how we see code so this is not a developer uh, so now oh so we got a developer so i can create a code okay so let us begin the fun so firstly create a new project and code so after you have run the code so i am going to start open my command line so i have created a gmov jsmod.com so i will be whatever de uh, demos i have i am right now creating or opening up they have been pushed to a github uh, and i will showcase them to you as well so i have already created three apps here so as you know when you want to install just so whenever you want to install the basic libraries you have to do npm install globally cordova and ionic so i've got it already installed so i won't run this command so that i don't have any problem then afterward when you have ionic and cordova installed i can check the versions of the if they latest install okay so i have the latest one so now if i want to create 
a new pad app so it is pretty straightforward that i can create ionic start then name of my app i can say hello world and then i can choose a starter template so ionic has very this very cool thing like uh, you can say uh, bootstrap apps which helps you to create the basic layout or basic templates so there are three kind of app uh, templates that based on tabs a blank app template or having a side menu so i'll create the first one using side menu so i just say ionic start and it is downloading the basic app base from my the github repo and it is initializing the de default plugins so there are some default plugins so how cordova works is that you have an app that is a native app running uh, some kind of plugins or have some bridge capability to your native code so that is an interesting i haven't talked about it yet so hybrid apps are not just web if you want to run native code also you can easily do that so you can create a native functionality and expose it using uh, the javascript bridges available in libraries like cordova so cordova will help you uh, expose your native functionality using a javascript api or javascript call so in your javascript app in your web app you can easily call a basic javascript function and that will go invoke a native functionality and then when the native functionality is done it will uh, take or give the callback back to your app so that you can take control back so now i have already created the hello world app and see the ionic cli is self descriptive you don't need anything else to learn about ionic so it gives you all the think how to all the commands you can run so i'll go to the in the particular folder and now if i want to see just what the app looks like or do debugging or do development during my uh, on my desktop i can do ionic serve what it does it it spins off a nodejs server and it will enable me to uh, see the app in my browser okay so i am gonna okay just a second yeah so see here i can see the app running on my uh, particular uh, browser so it has created a, a nice boilerplate app with all the side menu the options and a particular view with a list view and i can drill down into the this list and all these are some dummy so i want you guys so we should go through the code so that we understand what are the code structure also or the folder structure of the app generated so before going into the code so my ionic project is does use bower for 
module dependency or for injecting new modules, new libraries, library management or dependency management, you can call. Then it uses Gulp for build management so that it can easily make the build or add some, uh, run some SAS commands or run some these serve commands and all. Okay, before diving into the code part, I will see if it is going well again in the chat. I need some feedback. Hi, hi guys. Am I, is it going good? Oh, great. Okay. So, uh, going back to the code. So, as you can see there, here the, we have to define or we have to include the CSS file. So, it does include the CSS file. If you want to do some customizations using SAP, then you can run the Gulp SAS first so that it compiles the CSS into, uh, so it compiles SAS into CSS. Then you have a bundle here that, so they have done a pretty good job in bundling up Ionic and Angular. But whenever you update Angular on using Bower, it automatically updates Ionic also. Oh, sorry. When you were update Ionic, it also updates Angular also. And then uh, in your hybrid app, whenever you develop a Cordova app, you have to inject this uh, or you have to include this script. This will not be there before the build is generated by Cordova, but when Cordova generates the build, it injects specific JavaScript files, platform specific JavaScript files. So this is the file which exposes the native functionalities into your JavaScript and provides you an API method so that you can call in your app. So here is your uh, app.js and controller.js. As you know, in Angular MVC pattern, app.js, so you need to bootstrap your app using angular.module. So this is the main app.js code. So here they have defined an basic Ionic app with the starter, name of the app is starter. And these are the dependencies you have to, uh, in, you have to inject Ionic, inject my controllers here. And as you all know that in Angular, there is a run function that whenever uh, your controller or whenever your app initializes, the life cycle of an AngularJS app is that it runs through the configuration first and then whenever an app is run, it calls this run function. In a hybrid app, we have to check if the device is ready so that we can initialize or call some native functionality. So, uh, um, if you want, so this is the Ionic way of checking the device is ready. So if it, there is an event that gets triggered and we have to bind an, a callback or an event listener to this event. So if Ionic, when Ionic platform dot is ready, we have, we can run this functionality. So similarly in Cordova, if you have know that you have to listen to an event called device ready. So device ready is the Cordova event. So this is all already being taken care by the Ionic platform. So we don't need to really check for device ready event. So we can do any kind of native 
plugin stuff in this particular window. So then this is my config router. So this particular INIC uses, uh, doesn't use the default uh, router, Angular router, but uses the Angular UI, UI router, which provides a state machine and you can create different states in your app, which will provide you different views or different uh, your app states, which can be uh, navigated by the user. So th this is an abstract state which contains the menu. So if it, if it has abstract true, then the URL which it's gonna work on, the controller, then this is an app, another state, app.search, app.browse, app.playlist. So these are similar. So these three are like similar pieces. Uh, the search and browse doesn't have a controller because they just show the HTML view and with the playlist you have a controller because you want to have some functionality kind of hooked into them. Then you have this kind of a state where you can pass an extra parameter uh, or you can use parame URL parameters to open a specific particular playlist. So now uh, going to the controllers. So uh, just going one by one, I suppose would be better. So this is my main app controller that gets initialized uh, on the login page. So this is a modal that has been populated. So you can see here. So when I click on login, so there is a modal pop-up. So this modal is a directive, an ionic directive that you can use in your apps. And that has been defined using this ionic model. You have to pass in the dependency injection also for ionic model if you want to do. Then the close login to hide the model, to show the model, do login stuff like this. And then you have the playlist controller where the we blind. So we all love Angular because of using POJOs, plain old JavaScript objects as our models. So here it is binding a collection of playlists to the scope so that they get displayed here. Then maybe I want to show the templates. So if we show the, the main template which was there was menu. So going back one step before going back to the index.html, I just have to start an ion nav view. So similar to the Angular's ng view, ion, ionic people have created their own uh, directive for uh, showing the view. Ion nav view because they maintain their own in navigation stack and stuff like that. So now going back to the menu. So by default, we have seen that our main abstract state. So this is the first state that has been initialized because when I'm not logging, this is the state that has that will open all these states. So all these states are based on this particular abstract state. So you can think of it as providing a master layout to all the sub templates. 
so when i go to the menu so menu.html i'll see that i have created another using another directive i have created the side views and side menu and all and here i have my main menu content view so this is my where my all views will be loading actually so this is a nested view inside the menu view so we have a abstract state that is called app which has this master layout and then all the views that will be all the sub views that will be opening will be opening inside this named view that is menu content so we are going to see playlist is just showing the playlist um, okay so it the playlist is when you drill down to playlist so this is the controller which shows the in items all the list of items that you see so this is an in list again a directive so really when you are creating your own hybrid app and you might have some complex functionality so you have to see what kind of decide what kind of directives to use what kind of structure you have to make in your particular app so here is this is a basic example they have used uh, basic ng repeat we can use collection repeat if we want to do lazy loading on that long list and all so i think this would be good for the basic app structure so that you can know what is the structure of an ionic app when you start building your app you know where to put your stuff where to create new views where to create new controllers and all and you can use the basic angular stuff like create your own services to talk to the different apis or different different web services so now uh, i have created my app now i want to test my uh, so we have seen that how we can serve in on a browser and it's interesting option so an amazing feature that ionic gives is that you can test it on your phone without even uh, installing it or without even building it even if you don't have a developer apple developer license and you still want to test your app or you are just building some demos or some cool stuff prototypes you can just check on your app so you have to install this ionic view app so i'm going to just show you the ionic view app and how the current uh app hello world app which we have created if i can show you on ionic itself so is everyone seeing my phone okay so this is the ionic view app so i have some basic apps with me Uh, so i can what i can do is i can go back to my console and i will try to upload this particular app so i just have to say ionic upload and it so you have to create <laughs> sure so i am just finishing up in 5 minutes so that the time is for uh, q and a session okay so i have my app uploaded and it has given me an id so you have to make a uh, you have to sign up with this their service 
So I just pull and I refresh. So I have this hello world. So I can sync to the latest app so it will download the app. So it is a cloud based service. So what it does it it uploads your app to a cloud and when then they download that app to there. So it says sync successful and I can click on view app to see. So the app we just built on our console or on a local machine I can test it in on my phone so easily. And so it is also great to make some changes and they can easily be uploaded to the phone. So I'll just do a small change. Uh, maybe in our playlist we'll say at js remote con. So just to show how the updates are also very easy. So I'll just ionic upload. It will automatically take care of uh, building it again or compiling it again. It doesn't compile but it uploads the new content again. So I can use my three finger gestures to go back here. It is uploading the app. It has successfully uploaded. I'll say sync to the latest. So I'll say view app. So I can see that it has updated playlist. Oh, just a moment. Okay, so so this has updated my app and I can see now playlist at JS remote conf now. So how I updated my app, I went to here, sync to latest and it shows me the latest app. So now at the end of my presentation, if you want to use really the native functionalities, so a mobile app is uh, not is incomplete without native functionality. You want to call some GPS, you want to call some camera functionalities and all. So there is a wide array of plugins that have been made available in Cordova. And there was an, a problem using them in Angular earlier or in Ionicate earlier, but uh, the drifty people have created this amazing open source library called ng cordova so these are angular js directive wrappers for uh, plugins or native plugins so what you have to do is you have to say power power install ng cordova in your app then you have to include the script inject is a angular dependency and then say add a particular plugin okay so it is giving me some error the internet uh, is not working or there is some problem here so i have a pre-made app that i did add the plugin so i can see what plugins are installed using Cordova plugin so it says Cordova. so i create an app demo using a barcode scanner so I'll show you a barcode scanner app I created uh, in the morning. Okay. So this is the app which I created using Ionic uh, tabs based framework and I can scan a particular barcode. 
it can easily scan a particular barcode so see creating hybrid apps is not just about your web content but also your native functionalities so uh, so chuck i think we so do we have more time or we are good to go I broke you when I turned on my camera. All right, um, we have about five minutes for questions, so. Okay, great. So I'll turn on uh, Q&A mode if anyone wants to ask a question with their voice, go ahead and uh, click ask a question. Uh, otherwise, I'll just read stuff out of the chat. Okay. Um, so what we do have some questions here. Do you know alternatives for Cordova and have you used any of them? So yes, there are alternatives for Cordova, uh, but Cordova is the most uh, popular plugin library and the most support on open source contribution. So in some cases, in some of our clients, we have developed our own kind of hybrid framework where we don't need an extensive functionality. So where our functionality is focused, we take the web views in the native apps for iOS and Android, and we create our own JavaScript bridge. So you can use uh, the native web views, and from this particular uh, last year, Apple as well as Google announced that you can now use an, your own uh, web views in your app. So you can have the latest version of WebKit or Safari and use them. So, and the other option I already talked was cross compiling platforms like Xamarin, Absolator, and things like that. Um, what are the bad parts of Cordova that you've seen? So, uh, currently, the bad parts of Cordova is that the plugin development is not standardized yet because these are open source plugins, and sometimes people don't really update those plugins and uh, when i want to use a particular plugin i don't find it as well as some kind of performance optimization tuning that we have to do on our own and it is not provided out of the box in cordova but if you want to use this or create your apps rapidly you have to do that on your own but cordova is a mature platform that a lot of enterprise apps are being developed in this so how do you debug Ionic apps? So uh, one thing, when I want, so I can uh, debug it locally, as you say, Ionic serve in my browser as a normal AngularJS web app. But if you want to debug it, like uh, uh, debug the native functionality or the plugins, the plugins only work on the device. So you can use this Ionic view, this particular app, which I just showcased to test these apps. If you want to do uh, debug it properly, you have to use console.logs and there's a, a website called js console.js.com uh, where you can remotely receive the console logs. So mostly when I uh, debug my hybrid apps, I use that remote debugging tools. All right, have you used PhoneGap build? 
If so, how does it compare to Ionic.io? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I have used a PhoneGap build. So PhoneGap build is just a cloud service to build your apps. So if you have, if you don't have a Mac machine, or if you don't have a, the SDKs installed on your local machine, you can pretty much use the PhoneGap build. But there are some configuration differences in Cordova which you have to cater to. So you have to different config files and all. But uh, I prefer for creating apps using the CLI gives me more control than the phone gap build. All right. Um, uh, can you compare using Ionic to something like Accelerator or PhoneGap? So you can't. Uh, so Ionic is PhoneGap. Uh, so Ionic uses uses Cordova. That is uh, literally PhoneGap. So PhoneGap are Cordova. PhoneGap and Cordova are the same thing. Don't get misunderstood. PhoneGap was initially. So PhoneGap is a company that was acquired. Uh, PhoneGap platform was built by Nitobi, acquired by Adobe, and then open sourced as Cordova. Simply. When it comes to building mobile apps with a high volume of HTTP requests, should we go native or hybrid? So it doesn't matter. Even in, in native, you have to manage those network calls efficiently. You have to cache those. You have to queue those. So there are different design patterns you have, you have to follow. And similar is in the case of hybrid app. It depends on your design patterns, your coding uh, structure. Both are equivalent, in my opinion, for you can scale it up to any n number of HTTP requests in both. Any other questions before we wrap up? All right. Well, we will call it a night then. Thank you very much. Thanks. It was lovely. Yeah, I, this is something that I've been wanting to play with for a while, so uh, I'm excited. Um, everyone, give uh, Rahat a round of applause. Round of applause, and uh, you'll be able to get these on the forum tonight. I've kind of got the process down for doing that.